Can God change your life in the next 30 minutes? I believe you're watching right now because God has something special for you. Join me for Jewish Voice and you'll discover how Bible prophecy is coming to pass before our very eyes and why you need to stand with Israel. You can play a role in God's end time plan. Find out how on Jewish Voice. Welcome to Jewish Voice and thank you for joining me. I'm Jonathan Burnus, and I'm very excited about the program today because I have a dear friend joining me, Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. He was the former president of King's University and he currently leads Faithful Central Church in Los Angeles. He's also an author and he's written time, a timely new book called Walls Can Fall. It's an honest look at racism and how as believers we can pull down the walls of ethnic division. Bishop, welcome to Jewish Voice. So great to have you. Thank you, sir. Good to see you. Good to see you. Well, I want to jump right into this. Uh, the, last, the last eight, nine months have been uh, very destabilizing for, 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 I think, for everyone watching. COVID hit, and then on the heels of COVID, we began to experience political uh, social, racial unrest, rioting. Uh, it's, it's at times hard to even recognize our country. But I think that a lot of people watching have been very confused by this and have really been struggling to understand how, how, do, I, how do I respond? What, what is this? What can I do about it? Help us to understand what's been going on. I'm reminded of what, uh, what the Bible says, that in the middle of this mess, God says, I can fix this. In, in Second Chron the oh so familiar is 2 Chronicles 7.14. God says, I, I can fix this thing, but, 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 but the, the fixing and the healing uh, is dependent upon my people doing something. You know, uh, God, God says in that passage, he implies this land is sick, this land needs healing, this land is jacked up, you know. But God says, I can fix this. I can fix this. I will hear and I will heal the land. But but the healing of the land is not the responsibility on the land. The healing of the land is a response by the people of God. And so God says, if my people would do something. And I think that's the issue that I'm wrestling with, wrestling with right now. What can we as the body of Christ do um, and 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 notice that it starts with, and the first thing he says, if my people, if my crowd, if my children, if I can get my group together, and the first thing that they must do is they must humble themselves. I, I, I have seen a degree of arrogance, a degree of defiance, a, even a degree of, of, of violence, you know, uh, maybe it's never before. But, but I think that at some point, we've got to realize that God says, I'm still on the throne. I, I, I sent out a notice to our church uh, and our network the day after the election. I said, I have an announcement. I, I have a prophetic announcement. And the announcement is God is still on the throne. He, he, he's still on control. He's still in control. And, and God is still on the throne. And, and the sun's going to come up in the morning and all that. But it does require, as we're doing right now, it, 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 it requires a dialogue and a discussion about what is God saying to us? What is God requiring of us as his people? And the first thing he says is they're gonna, that's going to have to be a release of a spirit of humility. Humility. Uh, I, I, am, I am very grieved at some of the things that have happened politically and sociologically that have caused a split between us. And, and I, I've seen arrogance like never before. 
uh, um, I, I just received a notice this morning about a conference in Europe, uh, things in London, about um, uh, restoring the prophetic gift and restoring the prophetic voice, whatever. And I'm saying in this time, these last six, seven, eight months, there have been some so-called prophetic voices that have said, God said this, God said that, thus saith the Lord, yea, I say, thus saith the Lord, you know, and, and yet it appears that what you said God said, God didn't say. Maybe somebody's got to say, you know, I, I missed it there. Because whatever whatever God's going to do, he says it begins with, if my people will humble themselves. Right. I, I feel the same way. I have to tell you, in the beginning of COVID, I jumped into Facebook. I had never been in, I didn't use social media personally. And I just started to send out a daily devotional. But I also started to read all of the prophetic reports, the prophetic words. And I have to tell you, over a probably 45 to 60 day period, I found myself uh, not only confused, but actually in, bound up by, all, by misinformation, mass information. I, I found myself not knowing what to believe, and I just had to get off. And I'm concerned that, that so many Christians have jumped into this and it's information overload. Some of it's true. Some of it has some uh, truth mixed with uh, a conspiracy that may be off the wall. I, I, you just lose the ability to discern. And then the prophetic voice is saying, the Lord is showing, us, showing me this. And uh, it's just, it gets really bizarre. And it gets, it gets, it gets really um, uh, confusing, deeply confusing. Uh, so you found that same thing. I have found it, and it grieves me. It, it really, and, and that I, I'm choosing my words very carefully. It really grieves me. I'm, I'm thinking about, remember the scene where the Bible says Jesus is standing on the Mount of Olives, and he looks out on Jerusalem, and the Bible says he wept. You know, we, we know that Jesus, Jesus wept at least two times, probably wept more than that. But Scripture records at least two times that he wept. He, he wept, he cried over a dead friend, and he cried over a dying city. He cried and wept over Lazarus, and he looked at Jerusalem and he wept. And and I again, I'm I'm I I I, I don't play the spiritual card and and the holier than thou, but some of the things that I see right now grieve me to the point of weeping. It it just breaks my heart. And 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 my concern is not just for the body of Christ, and it is that, but I'm concerned about the mission field. I'm concerned about the uttermost parts. I'm concerned about the world who's watching us. And, and seeing and listening to what we're saying and what we're tweeting and what we're all that, you know, uh, and, uh, and the, the whole uh, social media thing. And I'm, I'm saying, what, what are we saying to this world that we're supposed to reach? What, what, what are we communicating to those to whom we are to communicate the love, the unity, uh, the, the power of God? Jesus says, make them one. Uh, the Bible says, God says, I can heal this if my people would do some things. And I'm just grieved about it, man. I'm, and, and then when you add to that the whole racial issue, you know, uh, isn't it interesting that this thing has played out where, where not only is there a racial divide, and, but, but, but there's a political divide, there's a philosophical divide, and, and it's like one group wears the mask, and if you're in another group, you don't wear the mask. I mean, who would have thought that, that this thing would come down to who's wearing a mask and who's not wearing a mask? Uh, but that level is, is I think, uh, something that shows us where this real battle is. You know, um, 
the, the racial issue. The way I, I, I hear I hear on my side of town, on my on my side of the fence, you know, as in my part of the body of Christ, you know, my friends who know uh, my, my connections with, with Israel, my connections with the broader evangelical church. And so my, what, what I've been hearing for the last several months, what I'm starting to hear less of right now, th does anybody in the evangelical church, which translated, read the white part of the body of Christ? What, what, are the, what's, what is the white part of the body of Christ? What is the evangelical church saying about racism, about division, about justice? about uh, uh, bias and prejudice. What, what are we saying? And for the most part, for the most part, praise the Lord, it's changing. Praise the Lord, it's changing. But for the most part, uh, uh, many of us have felt like the evangelical church has been silent, has been quiet, or has been on the position that, that, that uh, either does not consider the broader body of Christ, meaning our side, but, but at the most part, very quiet. Or what they're saying is contradictory. Like I said, you know, to stand up and say, God said uh, this election is going to come this way. Okay, I got that. But when the election has gone the other way, somebody has to be humble enough to say, you know, mm, I think I missed it there. Uh, yeah, I was wrong. And, and I'm saying, I'm not saying God says, if there is not that element of humility, how can we move forward? Listen, there's a consequence to, thing, to saying, thus saith the Lord all the time. It's, at some point, it just becomes unbelievable when you keep missing it. Uh, maybe we need at least one step towards Old Testament standards. I don't know. Hey, we need to take a short break uh, as we tell you about an incredible opportunity to support Jewish voice outreaches because your giving today will be providing medical supplies and clean water to the lost tribes of Israel many struggling in difficult conditions in Africa. COVID has affected everyone, including Jewish communities and some of the remotest places on earth. So please consider what you can do today to provide medical care and the good news of our savior to these precious people. Don't go away, we'll be right back. Jonathan's guest today, Bishop Kenneth Ulmer, believes that the great racial and ethnic divide that currently exists in society can be eliminated when we are willing to face the walls that separate us and pull them down. As you join us today in supporting Jewish Voice with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive your copy of Bishop Ulmer's challenging book, Walls Can Fall. This important message is a must read by anyone wanting to close the racial chasm that exists. Don't miss this chance to increase your understanding and discover the role you can play in being part of the solution. Also included for your gift is Jonathan's encouraging book entitled, A Hope and a Future. It's an inspiring look at how God never gave up on the Israelites and why he will never give up on you and your future. Don't miss this opportunity to receive both of these dynamic resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a new monthly Shalom partner. Your continued monthly gifts are vital in providing the ongoing support so desperately needed to keep Jewish voice outreaches touching the lives of so many hurting people. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new monthly Shalom partner with a gift of just $30 today, Jonathan will also send you this beautifully designed Afghan throw, boldly declaring the Lion of Judah has triumphed. 
Again, you will receive all these resources for your generous support of just $30 a month. Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. I want to encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you want to bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Call our 800 number now and let our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can simply text JVMI to 474747. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference in so many lives through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan and Bishop Kenneth Ulmer. Welcome back. Before we get into our discussion uh, with Bishop Ulmer, please let me just say thank you to all of you who are supporting Jewish Voice. We could not do this work without you. Your gifts are making a real difference in the lives of so many who would suffer illness and thirst if it weren't for your generosity. So thank you again for your support and especially for joining us as a monthly Shalom partner. And Bishop Omar, thank you again for joining me today. Appreciate you taking the time to do this. Are you concerned about those who are speaking out about racism being so far to the left? So they address issues of racism that are real, and then you hear this anti-Israel message mixed in with that. Uh, how do you respond to that? Well, a couple of things. First of all, um... I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, and th this is going to sound kind of harsh, I'll, I'll use a quote from um, uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Chip Murray, uh, who was asked, and this goes back to uh, when there were the riots before and everything, and someone asked this question, and, and I, I want to clarify this because he, he was asked the question, what does the broader African-American community think about Israel? Get, get that. That's the question. What, 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 is the, what does the black community think about Israel? And this was asked to a, a, a man who was very, very prominent in our community, um, uh, very high visibility. He was a, a leader in the African-American Episcopal Church. And he said, the question was, what does the black community think about Israel? And my, and my friend said, we don't. Say that again. What do we think about? We don't. So I say that to be real clear, that the idea of, of all of or much of the black community being anti-Israel is not true. It's not true. The, actually, the only times that I hear the conversations about black community and Israel is when my, my Jewish friends ask about it. In other words, I agree that there is a left anti-Israel or a left non-supportive of Israel in the left, but, but to just throw in the black community in that is, is not a fair assessment. It's not, we, to be very honest, we got some other things in our mind. But, 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 that raises a bigger issue for me. Because my point that many of my friends don't want to hear is that I think that there is a systemic, there is an institutional element that is bias of Israel, that is by, that has a racial dimension to it, that nobody wants to hear. My white evangelical friends will deny and, and, and up and down. There's no such thing, there's no institutional racism and no way, you know, and I'm saying, wait, slow your roll. Let's look at that again. Example, example. 
Most of the people on my side of town have no idea that there are black Jews. We weren't told that. We weren't told that there has been a historic connection between the Jewish community and the black community. No one told us that. No one told us uh, 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 about uh, the, 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 the tribes in Israel that were brought from Africa and, uh, in, in, into Israel and, and, and the bringing from the diaspora. No, they don't tell that story. They, they, I, I think they fear that if we ever get together, they got a whole other problem. But that's another conversation for another show. I ain't got time for that right now. But my point is, systemically and institutionally, there are things that we don't... I was never told. I Listen, I was never told that there were black people in the Bible. And I've got four earned degrees. No one told me that. That's systemic. That's institutional. There was something systemic. There's a system that when, when the man put his knee on George Floyd, there's a system that knew that that cop had 18 complaints against him and the system left him there. That's what I mean. I'm saying there's a level that if we zoom that lens out, it's more prevalent than we think it is. And it is the fact that we are, that there are, 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 uh, some things told, some things not told, some things you have access to, some things you don't, that simply add to the division and the separation. Like I said, you know, no, no one told me that there were black people in the Bible. And I, I've been in school all my life, man. I was 30 years old before I knew that. No one, no, I never, never in my life, I take a class about, uh, that talked about the, the, the historic unity and support of the African, of, of the black community and, and the, uh, 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 the Jewish community. Isn't it interesting that the very movie Selma, in the, let's go to the deep end of the pool, the movie Selma, the, the classic picture of them, Dr. King going across that bridge, originally had Dr. King and Abraham Heschel. Someone made the executive decision to take out the Jewish Heschel and put in a Greek Orthodox or somebody, it, th those are subtle things, but they are systemic. They are institutional. And I believe that there must be a top-down addressing of this thing institutionally, systemically, and a bottom-up response to this thing that has to do with dialogues like this and relationships like this. The kingdom of God advanced through relationships. When Paul went into those nations, he, he, uh, he, he didn't necessarily go to the Roman Empire. He went to men and women individually. He met them at, at, you know, on the streets. He met them at, at, on Mars Hill or whatever. And I think the kingdom of God is advanced through relationships on one hand, but on the other hand, it has an impact systemically and institutionally. So just we just have a couple minutes left. Give us some practical advice. Uh, just the average Christian watching uh, really is concerned and, and asking the question, what can I do? How do I respond? How should I view all this? Just a couple of, uh, of thoughts uh, with the limited time we have left. I think that we ought to be aware that there are systems, there are even laws that reflect a division between uh, uh, or, or an attitude toward the nation of Israel, toward the issue of racism, and that we are to address it systemically. Exa example, you can't pass a law that says that you must love me, but we can pass a law that says you can't hate me and you can't fire me and you can't shoot me just because you don't like me. So I think that's from the top down. There's a systemic uh, uh, institutional address. On the other hand, it, like I said, the kingdom advances through relationships. Relationships advance through through, uh, through dialogue. One of my sons, uh, uh, Brian Rich, says that uh, 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 intimacy breeds empathy. 
In other words, relationship breeds empathy. Uh, breeds empathy. Distance breeds suspicion. The farther we stay away from each other, the more suspicious we are. The more relational we have, the more conversational we are, the more we come to understand each other. So I don't think it's the either or, it's both and. It's top down and it's bottom up. We've been called as the body of Messiah, as the church, to be a voice of reconciliation, to bring unity. Jesus prayed that prayer to the Father that we be one. And uh, it begins with us being one. Walls can fall. Right now there's a lot of walls that need to fall. So this is a really an important book now, Race, Reconciliation, and Righteousness in a Divided World. That's your responsibility, and that's why I want to get this into your hands. Uh, for your gift today, I'll get that right out to you. This is a resource that I believe is needed at this time in history. Also, a little mini book that I wrote called A Hope and a Future. You may be going through terrible hardship right now. You may be uh, discouraged, even in despair, but I've got great news for you. God has a plan for you. It is not over yet. He has a hope and a future for you. And guess what? It's a good future. In the midst of COVID, it's a good future. In the midst of uncertainty, it is a good future. These are resources we want to sow into your life. And hey, I especially want to encourage you to become a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. You'll be ministering to the needs of Jewish people in some of the neediest areas of the world. And we've got a beautiful Afghan throw that we want to send you. Uh, it's getting cold here, even in Phoenix. And we'll send this out to you for your... A commitment to be a monthly shalom partner with Jewish Voice to keep you warm. And it's a constant reminder that you are standing with us to reach the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I'll bless those who bless my people. This is the greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person. The good news of their Messiah. And we'll get these materials out to you. Here's how. Jonathan's guest today, Bishop Kenneth Ulmer, believes that the great racial and ethnic divide that currently exists in society can be eliminated when we are willing to face the walls that separate us and pull them down. As you join us today in supporting Jewish Voice with a one-time gift of $40, you'll receive your copy of Bishop Ulmer's challenging book, Walls Can Fall. This important message is a must read by anyone wanting to close the racial chasm that exists. Don't miss this chance to increase your understanding and discover the role you can play in being part of the solution. Also included for your gift is Jonathan's encouraging book entitled, A Hope and a Future. It's an inspiring look at how God never gave up on the Israelites and why he will never give up on you and your future. Don't miss this opportunity to receive both of these dynamic resources as you support Jewish Voice Ministries with a one-time gift today of $40 or more. Jonathan is encouraging you to join him as a new monthly Shalom partner. Your continued monthly gifts are vital in providing the ongoing support so desperately needed to keep Jewish Voice outreaches touching the lives of so many hurting people. As you make an ongoing commitment and become a new monthly Shalom partner, with a gift of just $30 today. Jonathan will also send you this beautifully designed Afghan throw, boldly declaring, the Lion of Judah has triumphed. Again, you will receive all these resources for your generous support of just $30 a month. 
Your gift today can change a life, providing the opportunity to not only meet their physical needs, but also the chance to share the love of Jesus in a very real and personal way. I want to encourage you to be a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. The greatest blessing that you can give a Jewish person is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, Yeshua, is their Messiah. So if you want to bless the Jewish people, bless them by becoming a monthly partner with Jewish Voice. Call our 800 number now and let our representative know what level of giving you would like to participate in. If you prefer, you can always choose to give online at jewishvoice.tv or you can simply text JVMI to 474747. You can also donate by mailing your gift to the address on the screen. Thank you for your generous support of Jewish Voice and for making a difference in so many lives through your sacrifice. Now, let's rejoin Jonathan. Listen, one of the things you have to do is stop listening to the bad report. Maybe you're watching too much news. Maybe you're on Facebook too much or Twitter. Listen, get into the Word of God. That's the positive report. And that's where we read that God will uh, heal us according to His riches and glory in the Messiah. He provides for every need by His wounds. You are healed. God has promised to watch over you, that he'll never leave you, that he'll never forsake you. Listen to me. You will make it through this. I want to pray for those that are going through financial hardship right now. I declare divine provision over you in the name of Yeshua, in Jesus' name. I declare that your bills will be paid, that the needs will be met. I pray, Lord, for divine covering over families right now, whatever sickness you're, you're fighting. And for many, it's not co just COVID, it's all kinds of illnesses, and you haven't been able to get in to see the doctor, you've been afraid to go to the doctor. I just break that fear over you, and I declare life for you. I declare healing to your body. In Jesus' name, you will make it through. I command depression to go. Some of you have been facing some serious depression. Maybe it's the first time in your life and there's just despair. You can't see a way out of this. Well, look to God. He is the answer. Thank you, Lord, that greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Greater is he. Listen to me now. I want you to receive this. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You will make it through because you are more than a conqueror through him who loves you and gave himself for you. Hey, if you'd like more information about our ministry, it's very easy. You can log on to our website, jewishvoice.tv. One word, jewishvoice.tv. There's helpful resources on our website. You'll be able to see the impact that your support's having on Jewish communities and their neighbors, especially in Africa. In addition, you can continue to send us your prayer request right from the website and listen to me we pray over every need we love hearing from you and I want you to know that we do care about you and we do pray for your needs I also want to thank you for your support of Jewish Voice outreaches around the world as we close our program I want to remind you even in the midst of hardship pray for the peace of Jerusalem they're going through a tough time too we're commanded to do this and it says may those who love thee prosper. So may you prosper and be blessed as you pray for and bless the Jewish people. Thanks again to Bishop Omar for joining me today. And until next time, 
This is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Don't miss the Jewish Voice Israel Tour. You'll walk the ancient streets where Yeshua walked. You'll learn from Jonathan Burnus as he shares teachings at historic sites throughout Israel. Make new friends, savor some of Israel's most delectable foods, and experience memorable adventures. This experience will change your life and you'll never read the Bible the same again. For more information, call 800-299-9374 or go to jewishvoice.tv Israel.